This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. No Panic, No Stress at Creona. That's what the scanners from their second album sung. But the amount of it I was suffering last Saturday was off the scale. Why is that? I hear you cry with concern. It's this record collecting malarkey. That's why, uh, for the second time this year, I've thought that the Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, like a motherfucker, found LP, was coming out on Record Shop Day. The first time, it wasn't even Record Shop Day. I was like two months out. Last Saturday, however, it was indeed the day that parts and no-time record collectors once a year descend upon our natural habitat. Buying up what they've read is important in their gentrification monthly magazine, leaving us regulars bereft when we are unable to attain what is rightfully and deservedly ours. Of course... What had slipped my mind was uh, this year there are two record shop days. Drop one last Saturday and drop two on the 17th of July. Of course, like a motherfucker found LP, is coming out next month in drop two, along with the TV Smith and Richard Strange LP I've had my eye on. I did, however, console myself by getting hold of the 40th anniversary 10-inch picture disc of Motorhead and Girls' School St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Close, you know, I just ain't got a word to say. Just because I'm shaking so much, I'm clean. 
Guesses last week's covers corner. Segmentation only featured one song, and it strictly wasn't a cover. Cover more of reworking. I better make up for it this week. Obviously, I've already started with the just heard "Please Don't Touch" by Head Girl. That originally was the debut single by English rock and roll group Johnny Kidd and the Pirates that got to number twenty-five in 1959. Twenty places lower than the St. Valentine's Day Massacre reached in 1981. Martin Sweet, who uh, can normally be found in Crash Diet last Friday, released a whole album of covers called Digesting Decades. It's a varied affair, taking in the likes of uh, Roxette, Phil Collins, The Doors. Uh, however, I've picked his take on Blitzkrieg Bop because you know, it's such a simple, iconic song and you can't really fuck it up. You can make it sound mediocre, or you could try to do a jazz version. Believe me, it's out there. But it's, you know, a very difficult song to ruin. I know. I've tried, and I've almost succeeded, with a singer, and I use that in the loosest sense of the term, whose timing was so bad, he actually finished the whole of the song before the rest of us had got through the first set of Hey Ho, Let's Go. I kid you not. Uh, Michael's is a bit meatier with some subtle lead guitaring really low in the mix, verging on heavy power pop, but don't take my word for it. skits i mean into the valley is hardwired into all of us even the misheard lyrical one if the opening chords don't get you onto your feet ready to punch the air 
ready to shout or sing ahoy ahoy in the appropriate places then you're listening to the wrong radio show the band split up in 1982 reformed in 2007 for three years before starting their current run in 2016 two original members of richard jobson and william simpson have been joined by mike bailey and father and son team of bruce and jamie watson like martin sweet the band have just released a covers album this is called songs from a haunted ballroom that plays uh, tribute to the band's hometown venue of the kinemir ballroom in dunfermline clearly the skids have picked Bands that have graced the venue stage and covered songs by them, even sneaking in a couple of their own that have been re-recorded in the shape and form of the aforementioned Into the Valley and The Saints Are Coming. So we get The Clash, The Adverts, Nick Lowe, Magazine, Mott the Hoople, Garland Jeffries, The Sex Pistols, which can be ill-advised, but in this instance, submission, brilliant. Hellos, New York Groove. That I seem to be hearing everywhere I go, whether it's the original, Ace Freely's or The Sweets. It's even being used on an Uber ad on the Idiot Box. And finally, The Stooges. Again, this is normally a no-no, but the skids make this song sound like it's their own. The track I'm going to play you is their version of Ultravox's Young Savage, when Ultravox had an exclamation mark at the end of their name, and John Fox was still their singer and arguably were better than the ones that would be held off at the top slot by Joe Dolce's Shut Up Your Face. Thanks a lot for Covers Corner. 
This week, getting back to record collecting. Actually, getting back to Record Shop Day, I've forgotten who posted it on social media, but they said, and I tend to agree, that Record Shop Day is the independent record shop equivalent to clapping for the NHS. Anyway, last Friday, it saw the Hit Priests release their 30th 7-inch single in the shape and form of No Stranger to Failure that was backed with Sounds A Lot Like War that was previously available on the Ghost Highway Recordings 2021 compilation sample album that uh, I aired on uh, episode 787. The 7-inch that I was after was the yellow vinyl one that came with a limited edition Guitar Army medal. Only 70 of these were available, with them going live to pre-order from the band's Bandcamp site at 9 o'clock last Friday morning. Now, this is all well and good. If you work in an office, on a computer, able to have multiple browsers open at the appointed time. Not so if you're travelling around the service roads of the UK's fifth largest shopping centre in a Dennis Eagle Elite 6 70-30 splitter. Fortunately, I managed to secure one using the power of my mobile phone, although in my paranoia of missing out, I didn't read the small print at what the postage was and just sort of added what I thought would be appropriate. And it wasn't, and you know, if, if it wasn't enough, guitarist Austin Rocket would let me know what I owed. He did, by telling me I'd seriously overpaid and he would be refunding the difference, of course. I told him he could keep the money for the band to spend unwisely because I'm no stranger to failure.
Hit Priests have lined up five live dates starting on the 11th of July at the Call of the Wild Festival. And I'm not sure whether that's still going ahead after Boris's lockdown extension. A round of social distancing applause for Mr Johnson Barton, if you would be so kind. Check press for details, but most definitely their stint will be finishing in Lee Pub in Newport on the 2nd of October. I'll be catching them at the Black Heart on the 20th of August. Don't forget the dipshits are supporting the Super Suckers on their March tour next year. If I'm talking about new releases from the Hit Priests, I have to mention their musical brothers, the Bitch Queens, who are one of the 13 bands that feature on the small and concise titled Swiss and Punk Garage compilation album In Covid We Trust, an infectious compilation from the first, second and third wave of Swiss punk and garage rock. That's out through Lux Noise Records next Wednesday. That's the 23rd of June. Future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners. You can pre-order the limited to 500 vinyl LP right now. 100 are red because, you know, red is cool. With the remaining 400 in none more black. Press release recommends that you listen to said album loud. And then after the needle has returned to the cradle, you listen to it again even louder. This is the Bitch Queens and the Apocalypse. speaking you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show whatever that is but you'd be nuts to listen to anything else I tell you 
after the Bitcoins and the Apocalypse you heard because I played Danko Jones' brand new single, Saturday. Right, I have a shed load of new material to get through, so I better calm the chatter down and pretend to be Steve Vincent on his mystery city, who is concise, straight to the point. And if you don't believe me, he's uh, back this Tuesday, 7pm, Scotland Rocks Radio, for two hours of classic glam, sleaze, glam, punk, glitter, rock, art in rock and roll and everything in between. And I don't know what he did to his last show, but he was crystal clear. And it's Scottish. Who knew? I... Anyway, back to the less chatting that's you know gone right out the window. And former D-Generation guitarist Richard Bacchus and the Luckiest Girls last Friday released a brand new album in the shape and form of Viva La Wattage. Taken from said album, this is Pugnacious. <laughs> shows ago i played waiting for the lady by the boys taken from their terminal love lp that was credited to jim penfold from the hollywood killers and former boys bassist and current big head duncan reed well going on from that jim as well as the punky blinders 79 ep that came out in january has just released via his website of hollywoodkillers.com an anthology called fruitcake open brackets volume one close brackets that charts his career from 1976 to 2014, of course. To tease and whet our appetite, a track has been lifted from the aforementioned compendium. Track in question is called Maybe, that Jim wrote and recorded in 2012, and released a year later in 2013. I asked him if the song was jointly written, as I could imagine it being on a Big Heads album, with all due respect to Jim and indeed Duncan, turns out that it was Jim on his own, as he has done since 1976, except for a couple of exceptions, where he has been aided and abetted by the aforementioned Duncan Reed and Lino Robinson. His musical arsenal of about 400 songs were all written on an Epiphone acoustic guitar that John Martin sold him for 30 quid in 1975. He was a regular at Jim's parents' pub back then, which was near Battle on the way to Hastings.
say there's something in the air But I don't believe them Magic spirits everywhere But I just don't see them information from Auntie Beep, as well as the Fruitcake album, there are CDs and seven inches to either buy physical copies of or download ones and zeros from the Hollywood Killers website, a couple of which are actually free. Right, let's chatter, you know, that's never going to happen. Today, and we've already established that today is the 18th of July, the artists formerly known as Star Star, that'll be Scream Idol, have released another new track from their up and coming debut album, Movie Mary, the soundtrack of sin. The track in question is called Never Love Me Back, that sounds remarkably like this. Never 
was all the way from Norway, Prospect and Blame It on the Booze. Taken from their album, All Bets Are Off, that will be released on the 13th of August. Before them, it was The Reflectors and All Made Up from the 7-inch of the same name. And before even that, it was The Scream, Idol and Never Love Me Back. There has been a lot of eagerly awaited releases today. Uh, and carrying on that trend, there is the first fruits of the delayed by a year Choir Boys 30th anniversary edition of their debut album, A Bit of What You Fancy. The whole album has been re recorded by the current lineup with Seven O'Clock, that was the uh, originally the first track to be lifted off it back in 1990, being once again the first track lifted off of the re recorded version. Now, part of me thinks. What's the point in re-recording your own song? Especially when it's such an iconic one. I mean, it's there, set in stone. Well, vinyl. Uh, but then only Spike and Guy Griffin remain from that lineup that recorded it. And the original is hardly these days shifting copies by the lorry load. EMI released the 20th anniversary CD with bonus demos in 2010. So why not re you know a re-recorded version? If you're not into it, then you know, don't buy it. Obviously, the $64,000 question is, how different is it from the original? Clearly, it can't be that wildly different. But then uh, what would be the point of doing a Def Leppard if you're not in dispute with your former label? Of course, it sounds like you know, the choir boys. How could it not with Spike, Guy, Paul and Keith at the helm? To be honest, sounds more confident. I mean, the sing-along chorus that we all know and love was written in the studio as a last-minute addition, so it wasn't fully geek-tested when it was recorded. So we've had 30-odd years for it to be perfected.
Now I couldn't tell the difference either. I love the Wild Hearts. You love the Wild Hearts. And at a time when bands have had to record remotely, Ginger, CJ, Danny and Rich are all set to release a new album in the shape and form of 21st century love songs with a tour to boot. The band's last album, Renaissance Men, and the mini-album of Diagnosis, both released in 2019, was the first new material since my personal favourite album of Yuhutzbah that came out in 2009. And both the new releases hit the spot several times. Last Friday, it was announced that a track was being released this week called Remember These Days, with everyone hoping it was Monday. Yeah, sadly not. The sentiment of the song is about when the Wild Hearts were starting out, trying to get the band off the ground. Apparently, they let the songs muted for the album simmer until absolutely ready with the theme of the album presenting itself. Ginger talks about 21st century love songs on their Facebook page by saying it's, and I quote, sarcastic, fun, angry, proud, experimental and belligerent, all wrapped up in a big fuck you. This is the sound of the band in their natural habitat. This time we're in control. And it sounds it with more twists and turns than a twisty turny thing. Even Jake Burns from Stiff Little Fingers get his name mentioned in the lyrics. Until next week... Take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.